Welcome, Welcome to Art with <laughs> Fiona Verity. Say it again. Fiona. No. Fiona Verity. And Julie Nicholson. Yeah, we're on. Hello. Now, Sandy, you live in, I'm going to just tell the readers. So you live in Nashville, Tennessee. You're an amazing artist. You also do the most fabulous YouTube videos that I've ever seen. They're so happy, cheerful, and so informative, but we will talk about that later. Um, where the hell did you find us? So I heard about y'all from Maria from Talking With Painters. She's like one of the first, or she was the first podcast I ever started listening to. <clears throat> and I think- How I did found you find her? YouTube. YouTube. Yes. Her little videos. Mm. Got to get on that YouTube, Julie. Yeah. You know, and it always made me want more. I love, I love videos like that, that let me see artists and the kind of thing that you watch for just a couple of minutes and you got, you're like, oh, I got to go into the studio. Like I need to smear some paint, that kind of thing. So, yeah. So she mentioned, I think it's when she posted about Maybe she was number one on some list, maybe Australian. Yes. And then she did a shout out to, she was like, I'm so glad to see Art Wank on there too. And I was yeah. like, whoa, I need to go check that out. And then I've been binge listening. And so, that's one of the reasons like a minute ago, I was like, are we recording? Cause I wanted to ask you, do you want me to give you my big um, schmill before or after recording? But since we're recording, I just want to tell you guys, so you can decide if you want to leave this in or not, but I, love what y'all are doing and I'm very picky about podcasts uh -oh. um I love how like down to earth you are I think I relate to because I'm just kind of like the way I do my videos and things it's just kind of like it, it's not polished and like all yeah. oh, you know it's real, stuff. Sandy. It's real. Really real. And I just love it. I love that y'all are both artists. You ask the best questions. It's not like half lutin. It's very much like, let's get in the business. <laughs> like what? Yeah. what are you using? What are you doing? It's just practical and y'all are hysterical. And I just absolutely love what y'all are doing. And I'm going to be really sad when I get to the end, even though I'll just start back over. And you worry, Sandy, they'll keep coming. They'll keep coming. I know, but right now I'm able to be in here all day long and listen, you know, <laughs> then when I only have to like wait for a new one, it's going to be like, whoa. Yeah, that's true. When you get to the end of the podcast you're listening to, you're like, no, you've got to wait a week. Yeah. Oh, mate, we thought about releasing more, but we, um, mate, we, we, it's a fine line, which you probably find as well, making your videos. It's a fine line between that taking over your part making art yeah so you have to yes. be a bit careful it doesn't become this huge thing that that takes over and also we couldn't spend we couldn't spend any more time together we'd kill each other yeah <laughs> oh no more no no sorry julie would kill me oh, I would. <laughs> yeah there's a hierarchy here sandy, there is, I'm there on is. The top. So, sandy we <laughs> There's a hierarchy. And I know my place, Sandy. I know my place. Yeah. That's good. And that's fun, isn't it? To be where you oh, know. Yeah. You she can lead. Yeah. I'm happy to follow. <laughs> I love you, Julie. I love you. I miss you. Not it's, saying it's, it. it's, it's not as good on the Zoom, Sandy, because I can't pinch her under the table. I love giving her. I know. Name. I wish I were here. Oh, I'm so I jealous. Like, 
So tell um, our listeners, where are you sitting right now, Sandy? Because with technology, you know, we could all be in the same room, but you're not, you're on the other side of the world. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's dinner time for me and morning for you guys. So. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy. So you yeah, live I'm in not... Massachusetts? No, Nashville. You'd Nashville. Say. I'm so shit at America. Oh my God. I said that at the beginning, Nashville, Tennessee. I just said Where's that. Where's the no, home no. of music? I... Chords and the truth. I don't know. I never know. Look, I'm the worst about like geography too. The worst. Yeah. Grady will walk up hearing me tell somebody where we live, like somebody that lives in Nashville. And Grady's like, that's not where we live at all. I'm like, yes, it is. And he's like, we don't live on that part of town at all. So, okay, that's all good. So have you always lived there? Yes, I grew up in Tennessee. Okay. You've got the yeah. best accent. I will, oh, you do. You know, my favorite word, otherwise it's going to bug me the whole podcast before we start talking about your art is y'all. There's nothing like a yarn. It is very gorgeous. It is very good. So tell us, how did you start making art? I've always done creative stuff. My grandmother was an artist, a pottery artist. So she's the first person that ever introduced me to like a loaded brush sliding across a surface. Um, And that's my, my mom was creative. My dad was creative, but I, I always dabbled in stuff, but I didn't really become real focused in a subject until I was an adult. Maybe okay. in my 20s, I'm really bad at like time frame and stuff. <clears throat> but I picked up some watercolor. I'm really cheap. And so I wanted some something just cheap. <laughs> I knew I wanted to paint. I also knew I wasn't very good. And I would not even let my husband see stuff. Like he would walk by and I would throw myself over. I'm like, oh my gosh, please talk. Because <laughs> um, I just wanted to do it. And then people started seeing stuff and um, wanting to buy stuff. And I was a watercolor artist for years and dabbled for a hot minute in acrylics and hated it. And then I found oils and that became my love. I was really prolific and loved it. And then recently I've developed a oil paint allergy. Like oh, I just can't uh, run it. What, 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 really, what does it I do? Really bad lungs. Um, well, I have a lot of lung issues, oh. really bad allergies, and it just gets my lungs really bad. Um, do you so, think it, is it the paint or the, or the mediums or it's all the of it? paint. Everybody yeah. recommends all kinds of mediums, but it is, I've done, I've tried it all. And I get really bored easily and I use all types of mediums so it was kind of like all right I'll just go with the flow let's find something new so yeah. and I've been taking my viewers on that journey with me of trying different acrylics and I'm loving some of the paints that I've found and it's making me paint in different techniques and ways and so yeah I'm definitely. Like, right. yeah so do, are you completely self-taught Sandy or have you you done art classes or gone to art school or I am self-taught. I've taken some workshops and mm. um, things like that. I took one art class in high school and there was a guy in there who was like one of those that's like born being able to draw perfectly. Oh yeah. And so it kind of felt like, yeah, that's what an artist is. Uh, so I just didn't really pursue it, you know, until I was an adult. Um, but yeah, I'm just self-taught. And I think that, you know, you can do that. You put in the... Yep. Definitely. You know, you just do the work. I mean, there's so many artists that have just, you know, when you're hungry for it, you just create and create, you, you learn. And, um, 
So, yeah. yeah. And you haven't got yeah. those roadblocks either, have you? I think sometimes when you haven't been to art school, you haven't gone through that sort of, like, I look at it like going through the car wash, you know, and you get, they're basically trying to strip you of any ego, confidence, perhaps, like they're smashing you so that when you come out the other end of the car wash or the other end of art school, you're going to survive the art world. Um, but if you haven't done that, you can just, you know, woof, keep on going and you can be your own critic and find or find your own critic. Yeah, which sometimes isn't great being in your own critic if you have a critical voice. That's one of the things that I definitely yes. worked on over the years of just realizing what kinds of self-talk goes on. And that's one of the things that I try to do well, you um, definitely do that, Sandy. That really comes across to me in your videos is that you're offering like, it's almost like the whole package of helping people through their mental load of the voice in your head saying you're not good enough, you know, which I think yeah. is probably the biggest block for most emerging artists is that voice in the head going, who do you think you are? You know, like you're not good enough to sell your work or, you know. So it's great. Yeah, great that's you're out definitely there. something I wanted to do with my channel being bits of an artist's life. I wanted it to be a little fly on the wall where you get to see what it looks like to really be an artist. And we make a lot of bad work. All artists do that. We make a lot of bad work. We make some good work. And I just really wanted it to be a place where it was like, this is what it looks like. And this is what it looks like up here in the head, you know, how to. And that's okay. It's perfectly okay. I yeah. think the most important thing is to, especially in this um, sort of social media frenzy world that we live in, which is great because otherwise we would never have contacted each other. But the flip side of that is this perfection that everybody thinks is real is not. And, you yes. know, it's important, I think, to post the, the bad mm. times as well as the good times and I'm, I've always been happy to put my hand up and and be the one to go okay I'm really not in having a good time because it does help other people go oh me too and you know that, I think mm -hmm. it was great 100% I definitely I want to show that like what that looks like to be like okay well this is going poorly but we're having fun yes. <laughs> you know like, yeah. I, like I enjoyed that it was a hot mess it's in my sketchbook I'm not going to tear it out it's, it should be a mixture of good and bad, and it's just what it is. And yeah. I really want that because we are in such a day of perfectionism, and that's just not real life. And it can be really uh, debilitating for people to not continue to create when they just see things perfectly. I mean, I don't even post well. Like, my stuff's not even polished. When I got into filming, I realized pretty quick um, – if I'm going to be able to continue this, like, it's just not like the studio's not going to be all clean. My hair's probably going to look like I stuck my finger in a light socket. <laughs> the art's not great. Like, it was just kind of like, okay, I'm going to have to get over that. Like, because I do want to do this. It just feels such a breath of fresh air, Sandy. We really, Julie and yeah. I love watching you. I know, because your videos are really, um, there's not that many videos out there where people are brave enough to show yourself painting. I am not brave enough to put a video behind me and show myself painting, possibly on a time lapse from beginning to end. But to do it whilst you're painting is so brave and it's so incredibly helpful for artists to do that because I think that's one of the biggest way you learn is watching other people paint. Like I was noticing that like, you hold your brush at the very end 
of your brush you know like you just never know that from seeing a painting and yeah. I think people must just love your videos for that that's definitely one of the things that I wanted to do with the videos because that's what I do when I'm teaching there's just I feel like those are the things that are more important than I don't know sometimes than just value and perspective and all those things um because you find those things along the way but a lot of times when I used to teach I would say okay I'm about to paint this but don't look at the painting that's not what's coming out of the brush is not important I want you to look at the stance how I'm holding the brush mm. um, how I'm loading it like those are the important things and I found that videos whether it was dvds I was buying or youtube um, though that's where I've learned, like I was always looking at the way the person was holding things or loading up a brush or using the tip or the full, you know, just all of that. Those yeah. are the important things. And not only did I learn, but it just got me fired up, made me want to go paint. And I started thinking like, I wonder if I could do that. I wonder if I could do that for people. And I just thought, well, I'm going to just give it a shot. And it, it was a little bit hard at first just because it does really really interrupt the momentum when you're painting and the you know how you get in the headspace just all mm. of it right it really it's you it, need to watch the artist that you're working with be vulnerable and it's yes. you know you're I'm here to learn from you so show me it's this is a visual medium not a a academic one so yeah. show me and if you fuck it up I don't care you know yeah I would say that I learned most by just doing yeah, yeah. I just I mean I do pick up little things here and there but I agree. um you've got to yeah. do okay, it so there is one artist that was probably the biggest influence on me Peggy Crow Roberts um she taught me a lot um and just about how to lay down paint. She's very loose. She paints shadow and light. There was a lot I learned from her, um, but it may have been just more like inspiration and in how to say things. My style's quite a bit different now. Um, so I think it's more of just- that, so you know, She sort of gave you the foundation and then you've built your own style, your own methods from that. But I think you do need to get a foundation from somewhere. Sandy, I want to know, like, you love your sketchbooks, right? But Fiona loves her sketchbooks. I am a sketchbooky half and half, right? But Fiona loves her sketchbooks. But I've never really seen the way that you use sketchbooks, where you're literally painting an entire painting across the two pages. They're like the most beautiful paintings. Yeah. In sketch and I know you say you like the middle bit, the fold, but I, I'm like, they're just so like, why do you work in sketchbooks like that? I think really, I just do the double spread just to get more space. Um, and I've recently like gotten some ginormous sketchbooks because I'm painting in real life bigger and bigger. And so I'm, you know, I'm wanting to move my arms and get in there. But I think for me, for sketchbooks, it, they just kind of fill in that gap of time where it's like, okay, I'm not really up for a big paint, like a real, you know, painting on canvas that I want to paint. And I'm really fine with like a great painting being in my sketchbook and it not being for, for sale. I'm kind of like, yeah, because I'm, 
I use my sketchbooks and my other paintings. Like my studio is covered. You know, I, I put my artwork all over the place oh, because I paint from it. I, I paint from it all the time. I'll look up to be like, mm, how did I render those bananas before? Instead of looking at the still life. And I'll have my sketchbooks open all over the floor when I'm painting and using those as reference also. I kind of get sad when I uh, sell a painting. Grady's always like, you don't have to put that for sale if you don't want to. And then it'll sell and I'll be like packaging it. And I'm like, wow, I wish I hadn't put this one for sale. I think I'm going to miss this one. I've been using this as reference for a lot. Because we love, we love your videos. We love. Like the art shop. hilarious. Oh my God, Sandy. Because Julie and I in the art shop, we're out of control. We're like oh. kids in a lolly shop. We or candy store, you guys would say. I, I literally cannot tell you that nothing brings me more joy than that rustle of a brown paper bag with some art supplies in it. And then if Julie gets something new, I'm like, what do you got, what do you got, what do you got? What does that do, what's that do? Oh, just, and I'm like obnoxious. At work or the art store, I'm like obnoxious. I felt like I was probably gonna be obnoxious here. I was like, okay, I need to calm it down. I need to take it down a notch because they're gonna be like, whoa. No, we love it. Okay, so recently, my husband is the best like support. I mean, he just encourages me. In fact, usually when I go to the art store, cause I'm really cheap um, <laughs> and I'll go to, I'm like, I'm going to the art store. He's like, buy a bunch. Spend some money. <laughs> so every now and then, though, there's a donut place right across the street from one of my art stores. So sometimes we'll, you know, it'll be like birthday or something. So we're going to go get donuts. And I'm like, but I really need to pick up just one thing, one from the art store, just one. And so he'll go with me. Sometimes he'll stay in the car because he's like, I'm going to go into a coma. He goes into like coma mode. But he was there. Okay. One day he was with me. I needed some white. And he was like, You really need to get. <laughs> The super size. It was like $50. I was like, babe, I can't. He's over there doing the math. He's like, it's really much better. Blah, blah, blah. I'm oh like, God, all right. That is enormous. I love that about America. It's like whenever I watch an American TV show and you guys are walking along, so I'm like, this is a big coffee cup, right, that I have here. This is a double what we would call normal. But you guys would have like the, you know, double, double, double. It's ridiculous. <laughs> And everyone's houses. When I watch Queer Eye, yeah. everyone has got a bloody big house. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yes. In lockdown at the moment, Sandy, we are all on top of each other. And I have sons who I love. But seriously, sometimes I'm like, I just want a conversation that's not... <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner? Yeah, I hate that for you guys. I know that that's not... That's not easy. I actually really loved quarantine the year that we were, I have a lot of health issues. So yeah. um, Grady's best friend is a doctor and he came over like March, early March of last year and was like, y'all need to quarantine, like it needs to start now. This will kill Sandy if she gets it. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's just been a dream for me because there's not been as many doctor's appointments and just go, go, go. Like that's when I really took off with my YouTube channel, I was just able to be in here and create. And I was, I started getting anxious about Going we would be fine if it was just us. It's the family. That's yeah. the problem. No, I said that the other day, Sandy, it's not almost the quarantine that I'm bothered about. It's the going back into real life. Cause you realize normal life is not quite, it's all made up. 
and then you go back out into this society that was with with your home dyed hair I really need a haircut it's (laughs) anyway well so talking about your videos because they are very good Sandy you've obviously have you self-taught yourself how to do YouTube Oh yeah, are you kidding? Yes, I've self-taught myself to do everything. Can you not tell by the videos? We're we're impressed. We think they're great. There's little sections and little drawings and I think they're very cool. Well, I do enjoy that part. I was surprised how much I enjoyed editing. When I got into it, I was like hot diggity. Like I love this. I'm not technical at all, guys. I mean, the fact that I can turn my camera on is a Christmas miracle. I mean, I don't know how I'm doing videos. I mean, it's really, I'm You're just telling you. doing a really good about, job. So what, what are you using for your editing? Do you have a... iMovie, which is free on my computer. Yeah, that's what we use. That's what we use, Sandy. Yep. It's great so iMovie. I, that. I have a simple camera. Um, yeah, I just... And I, I, so I enjoy making, we love laughing and we love making, you know, I'm always just making fun of myself. And so that was part of it. That was fun. Like, I don't know, just like my mom would, um, when I first got it started, she was like, no, why are you not editing that stuff out? I'm like, cause that's the good stuff. Like, yes. <laughs> I, know, agree. Like, well, I agree. I agree. We might as well laugh about it. I mean, like y'all are talking about your kids, you know, quarantine, like that's the hard thing. Mine is like, I'm trying to film and, oh, there's Grady walking in his underwear through the, you know, so I'm like, how am I going to edit that out? Well, we'll just do this. Excuse my husband as he's walking through half clothed. Whoops. That's right. (laughs) Well, because also it shows artists have a real life and we'd like to do more YouTube videos, but um, yeah, again, it's, you know getting getting the time but yours are amazing do you get a lot you must get a lot of good response do you enjoy like the comments you get and like interacting is is that become like your art community yeah it's been really I I mean I've been blown away I have a small YouTube channel I mean I don't have a big channel at this point but when you look at the subscribers and the amount of views it's it's a yeah. really great percentage and I have very loyal followers. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, um, yeah, if I recommend stuff or I'm listening to stuff, I mean, they're there, they're on it. They want it. Um, and I and think that's so- important, isn't it? It's you've got the quality. So, you know, it's not about having hundreds and millions of followers, you know, we're not, um, we don't need that, but we need the quality. I think the, the, the people that are listening are really listening um, yeah. to what you're, what you're offering and they're doing it regularly. I think is yeah. good. I mean, none of my platforms have are fast. I've always grown at a trickle with anything that I've done. And sometimes that can be discouraging, but I just remind myself like, okay, people are here and they love this. I mean, most of the time I'm constantly getting, well, I'm, I'm constantly getting new, followers and I'm constantly getting comments of I'm binge watching I mean so when they come when I get them they stay um and it is a really encouraging community I'm just really blown away sometimes with you know just I think that's always been I hear y'all always ask like who's your community how are you getting feedback and I'm yeah. like mine is totally Instagram YouTube um people even that just come into my house I'm a terrible judge of my own work 
terrible. The things that I want to frame and put up on my wall, nobody wants. The things that I would put in the trash bin, which I never throw anything away. That's something a teacher told me early on and I've stuck with, never throw anything away. But then the things that I'm like, you know what I've been doing though? Because I've been wanting to paint big. I was like, all right, it's in me. I want to do it. I've got a, a wall in my den that I was like, I'm going to take this big painting down. And I taped up a huge piece of canvas. I was like, I'm going to just paint for myself. I've got a big wall over the fireplace that I'd like some paintings. I'll paint several paintings for myself and I can just swap them out. And then if they sell, they sell, but I'll just paint for myself. Absolutely. So literally I set that up. I taped it all up. And then I was like, oh shoot dog. Like I need something to set on my paint. I'm going to get paint all over the wall. So I taped plastic all over <laughs> everywhere. I went and got my ironing board. It works part because it's like a really narrow little area That's in between the good couch. idea. Use my ironing board for my table. I did. I thought I taped everything off well, but like the first stroke of paint, it's all up on the wall. It's dripping <laughs> down in between the plastic. I was like, oh, well. I was like, Grady. And he was like, you know, hey, an artist lives here. We'll oh, just. God, he's gorgeous. I love it. So tell us about. Grady. I love that name. I that know, is Grady. A American name. Isn't it? Grady. Grady's up there with Brad. So tell us about <laughs> your style, <laughs> Sandy. We, we love your subject matter. And um, actually, I think you've painted Julie's dad in one of your paintings. It does very, look very much like your dad. Quite a few of your male characters look like my dad. It's halfway between Hitler and, <laughs> and uh, else. It He does look, anyway. But what, what, what are you, you seem to be inspired by everything everything, everything. but we love that yeah and you're it, they're so cheerful your paintings I love bright color in paintings I think they're really playful I I love your animals I just think like they're they're naive but they're not like do you know what I mean like I'm that's a compliment like I think they're but what are you trying to achieve in your paintings I'm in a really interesting transition phase right now. If you look on my website, I have sections where you can look at my older yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good and idea. It's oil. It's very much light and shadow, a lot of still life, some figure. But I'd, I've always wanted to get to a place where I could paint a little more for my imagination yeah. and playfulness, some whimsy. And I'm, I'm moving more into that space. I think just my skills and value and um color i don't know just you know over the, as you're painting you just yeah, evolve definitely. and so i'm in a little bit of a weird stage i feel like i'm creating a lot of weird stuff and i'm okay with that i mean weird is weird is good sandy i think yeah. they are really <laughs> interesting yeah. They're really interesting. Like, like one day it's like a pooping tiger with a head of a man with a mustache and then the oh, next yeah. one, it's a beautiful still life. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, but that's okay. There's been plenty of artists who are all over the place. And I don't know where it will land, but I realized, okay, well, let me step back. So I, everything in my life, so it's not just my art, but definitely my art. I am all about, I'm going to enjoy the process. I don't, I'm, I'm not going to let what drives me what will sell? What will people like? Yes. Um, 
what I'm like, no, I have got to enjoy everything from the surface to the way the paint flows. I just want to have fun doing this. I mean, we have like the best jobs in the world and people that are all negative and complain about it and gripe. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like we're artists. Like we, we're artists. Like we get to play and everybody that looks at artwork thinks, oh man, I wish I could do that. That looks like so much fun. But then there's so many people that I'm like, what, where are you? Like, because what's going on up here? Because this is so fun. I had a a friend of mine that's like big time artist. She watched one of my videos that talks about how to uh, loosen up your work, which I don't know why I titled it that. It's really more about how to think better up here. Yeah. So I just really want to enjoy what I'm doing. Because the fact that as artists, we create a lot of bad work that all goes into the good work, right? All the good work, like that's the good work is standing on all the bad work, right? And if I'm going to create a bunch of bad work, I am going to have fun doing it. Well, exactly. And it's all about the journey, isn't it? Because if those paintings don't sell or bomb or whatever, you, who gives a shit? Because you've thoroughly enjoyed the, the whole process. You've encouraged and inspired a whole bunch of people to perhaps, um, be more creative or start to be creative. You know, it's, I think you've got a great attitude and, but it's paying off, you know, the joy of your making is in your pictures and surely that's, that's gotta be the point. And I do want, that is one of the things I do want to say with my art. I I want it to look like somebody had fun doing that. You know what I mean? Even if it's more of a serious, like still life, I just want it to, look like oh that person had really had fun slapping that paint on we we have a famous australian um still life artist who's uh, no longer with us margaret ollie and she used to paint um you do you know her Mm -hmm. she used to paint all through her house and she would just you know oh i'm gonna paint here today and and her paintings were so joyous and i think you can really see that yeah yeah Definitely. So I remember seeing a video about her and I was like, oh man, if Grady dies before me, I'm totally taking over the house. I was like, I can see a bit of Margaret in you, Sandy. You've got that. You need to get, you need to get a hat like her. <laughs> I know I should. Yeah, uh, that would be really good. So who does yeah. influence you? Have, have you um, been influenced by any artists? Oh yes, lots. Okay, well, so let me okay, let me finish this thought process of like this weird style that I'm in, and then I'll go into who. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a list because I knew that y'all would. I was like, I really need to think this through because I want to make sure. Yeah, good. Very professional, Sandy. I love it. (laughs) Yes, I ooze with professional. (laughs) Okay, nobody will ever be able to put that on my tombstone for sure. (laughs) Professional. yeah, so I'm in just this transition stage of I don't really know what I want my style to be. I'm just painting. Whatever comes out, you know, if it's something fun or whimsical, I'm just kind of following that process right now. Yeah. And um, I think sometimes we feel like we've got to figure it all out, you know, and know our style. Fiona, I know that you're kind of in a, you had I a am. transition too. And, you know, I think some of us are, well, I think as all artists, we have this adventure in us. We've got, and it can look different, right? There can be an artist who, um, 
I'm thinking of even like Elizabeth Blackadder. Is that her last name? Did I say that correctly? I remember in an uh, interview with her, she, she has really beautiful still lives and flowers. And she was like, I really don't like to plant it out too much though. Cause I like to be surprised at the end. So she would do the same subjects a lot, but there's just something, but then I think some of us are even more adventurous. Like I just get bored easy. Yeah. Um, I love trying new supplies. I love painting different things. And one of the negatives to that is that you grow at a slower level, right? Because I'm, I'm learning, I've got all different mediums. And so I'm growing instead of just one medium, right? Or subjects. But I'm just, I've, I got over that. I thought that's just going to be okay. This is who I am. And what I've developed now, I know how to use all these different mediums. And the way that has played for me is that on days when I'm not, I've got a lot of health issues. So there's days that I don't have a lot of energy or I'm sick or I'm laid up on the couch or whatever. Um, or maybe there's not health issues. Maybe I'm just, it's just a regular day, right? And I can pick up if I have 10 minutes, you know, something's in the oven, I know how to use some oil pastels and can go in there and make use of that time or uh, waiting in the car for whatever at the doctor's office or so I've got all these different mediums that I can put into play if I've got 10 minutes or an hour or if I fill up to something big or in my sketchbook, that is where my sketchbook comes into play a lot, being able to just create and I'm practicing and yet I've got beautiful work and I never worry about the fact of like, oh no, this is in here in my sketchbook. And hey, wait, my dog's dreaming. Let me wake him up. He's going to be really low. I love him. He's doing the hoof, hoof, but he's oh. going to get to come in. <laughs> wake up, bud. Oh. Um, so because well, one of the things that I love is that if I've got something in my sketchbook that's really good, I can paint it again. I mean, I think that's one of the things that we yes. don't do enough. Like, hey, this is just a piece of paper. Like, yeah. okay, yes. turn the page oh, if, it's do, if it's not right. Just turn it. Who cares? It's just paint. Like, it's let's just not be like I, this. I think the last video I just put up on painting some flowers, I got a lot of comments. A lot of people really liked, I paint over stuff sometimes now where I'm just like, I'm kind of at a place where I'm like, you know what, if I'm like, mm, I wonder what would happen if I did. I'm just like, I'm just doing it. Yeah. I don't care if I mess it up. It's just paint. I can paint it again. It's just not a big deal. And I think it does it's, makes some people nervous. And some people, I'll get comments like, oh, no, I really, really like liked what you had before and you messed it up. And I'm like, but see, the point isn't the end result. Mm. The point is, I've got this adventureness in me, and I just want to play. And that that does at some point result in paintings I can sell. But right now, it's like I just I want to see what happens when I Absolutely. do this. Absolutely, I agree with you. I'm very much the same as you, Sandy. I think you just got to go for it, dive in, and you know, at the end of the day, Julie often will have a painting on both sides of her canvas. I love it. You get two for the price mm -hmm. of one. Mm. Well, I I I like I like painting over old paintings all the time I, I've only just started a new canvas the other day like the last 10 paintings were all done over other paintings because I just I really like having that other starting point and also I think one of the things that I really love about your work is that you you aren't precious and it's so important the fact that you you are so willing to play and I think maybe from all of our school education unless you went to Steiner um, you are taught to sort of have an end product that is put on the wall and marked. Yeah. And 
you're it's socially ingrained into you that you should have this end thing yeah. and it I still think like that sometimes and it's really hard to go I can destroy that I can go again I can make it crap it doesn't matter it's doesn't really matter. what you're learning and the mistakes that you build on mm. um is the important thing about growing because if everything is an end product where do you go from there what is yeah, it's boring Yes, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so like, boring to know what the party, like, you know, like if you know so, what the end is, it is not that doesn't come naturally for me, though. I've had to work oh, up here, you know, the, the um, yeah, it definitely has been muscle building muscles of, of um, realizing like the junk thoughts and. Yeah. The way that I'm approaching stuff and leaving a painting session being like, man, I need to like go to the masseuse and I'm all stressed and like, that's not fun. Like, I don't want to do this if that's how it's going to be. So recognizing what are the, what's my mentality as I come to this? And I think a lot of it is really, it's not the exact words of what we're saying. I think sometimes there's so much rooted in, for those of us that are artists, there's this kind of like way back in the back talk that's like, oh, I want to be a famous artist. Is this going to, there's this kind of famous artist. Is this going to linger? Is, is May going to find me? <laughs> I think the point is that you don't need to be famous or heard of to have a voice. Exactly. And to put your art out there. Like I think a lot of people think, oh, I can't do art and nobody knows. You, yeah. you could do it and no one would ever see it. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. You think about like, you know, the exciting artists in the world, um, like Banksy, who, you know, we don't know what he looks like. You know, it's like, I just think you know, there's so many ways to do it. So I think I've got part of my audience in my head while we're, while we're talking about this, that are home. I, I don't know how this has happened, but I have a lot of viewers that have health issues and that are homebound or sick bound yeah. and used to be involved in creating art. And then they got frustrated with it and gave it up and then they got sick and just didn't. And I'm like, no, 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 like that you can do that and, and have been inspired by seeing me just play and do what I do. Yeah. So I think, I think it's not so much about selling. Now I agree, Fiona. Yeah. Like, so I'm making um, one third selling my art, one third YouTube, like it's split up how I get income, but I'm able to pay for my supplies and more. But I, I think it's not so much about needing to sell your art. I, I call it completing the circle. There's something about those of us that create, whether we're artists or you're, you cook, you know, somebody that creates, right? Or maybe you do pottery. There's something innate in us about wanting to share that with someone yeah. and needing that to be seen, even if it's necessarily not appreciated, but there is something about as, you know, if you're, if you're a cook and you're, you're like, you've really put everything into it, you may still serve that to somebody who's not really going to appreciate it the same way, but there's something about making it and then giving it that completes the circle. Yes. Just like if you found a good restaurant and you just need to like share that with somebody else to possibly. So I think that's part of what yeah. we're talking about here is, yeah. so maybe what that looks like though is you're creating gifts for your family for Christmas That's right. yeah. or yeah. you're, you're making cards, you know, to be able to give to people at your church or whatever, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's definitely avenues and maybe you have to be on a smaller budget than what you 
want, that is one of the things I've been feeling a little guilty about with my art halls. I do feel like I make like code, code, what's it called? Like uh, codependent, like I'm helping people like who want things that maybe they don't need to be spending money on, but don't worry Sandy I think it doesn't matter what you know you're going to spend your money on something that's just yeah. the way the economy works yeah. isn't it so yeah. you might as well buy paint it's yeah. better yeah. than buying it's drugs good, <laughs> it's the good analogy I like your sort of completing the circle thing yes. and I think at the bottom of the circle when you start the painting you go around and at the bottom of the circle it shouldn't be maybe selling it should be being seen i agree might result in selling but being seen is very important whether you exhibit it or give it to friends because selling then consequently will happen but if you have selling at the bottom of your circle and it doesn't happen and it doesn't happen you feel like that should be in your circle i think i know that circle i can remember change the s word let's change the s word from selling to sharing I think sharing. there's something yeah. yeah, much better. That I think you do very well, Sandy, is that it's really important. And, and doing the podcast, me and Fiona have learned so much from all different artists. And, you know, you sort of filter all the information through in your sieve, in your mind. And what's come through for me is that there is no one way of doing anything. No. And if you think there is or you're following a path, that is someone else's path. If you never want to sell an artwork, that is fine. If you want to burn everything you've done, that is fine. There is no one way of doing no. it. I think if you get that out of your head and you just follow your own path, because I was really worried that I was painting um, abstract and then I, I was painting real and then I was painting. And I, actually, I'm like, why can't I do all of it? Exactly. Why am I myself? I can only do one thing. It's insane. Yeah. I've, I went through that too and felt that was like, oh, I feel like I need it. And I just thought, no, I'm not going to let that drive me. Like, I just want to paint what I paint and yeah. people like it, Definitely. you know, and there's tons of artists out there that have done that. I'm just kind of like. There's, there's many ways yeah. to uh, define artists. And I think this is what has been so refreshing about the modern world and the social media the positive of it is that you can see all around the world there's so many different people doing it in so many different ways and and that's what's breaking down the establishment you know it's like you don't have to follow the path you know what was the question I asked you that um we were going to come back to did we come back to it sorry we've got on the rant this well, I'm not going to give you the whole list, but you said who inspired. Yes, yeah, so who inspired question. you? Let's say that. Thank yeah. you, Sandy. Who okay. who inspires you, Sandy? Because I see a bit of Matisse in your work. Thank you. Wow, that is quite the compliment. Well, it comes from a good space. I love Matisse. Yeah, I do too. Um, okay, I have a list of names. You, I'm going to just spit them out. Go, girl. Let's see if we know any. Okay, I'll just do a fire rapid round. Right. <laughs> Peggy Pearl Roberts, uh, Mary Fedden, Emily Powell. Do y'all know Emily Powell? No, no. I want to paint like her. Like she is so fun. Like her work. I'm gonna write these down. I love it. Yeah, you need to check her out. Y'all will love her. Nancy Gruskin. Ooh. Jennifer. Okay, I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna say her name right. Jennifer Pachinski. Pachinski. Y'all know her. You want me to spell that? Yeah. yeah. P.O. Because her work. Oh, okay. Y'all, if y'all don't know Jennifer. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I want to paint like her too. And I just don't, sometimes I have to go, okay. It's okay. Okay. P-O-C-H-I-N-S-K-I. Cool. Great name. Pachin. All right. Elizabeth Geiger, Kiata Mason. I'm sure y'all know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brian Rego, like Fairfield Porter, Edward Villard, and Red Pat. Those are, you know, of course, always, but, um, I feel like I need to live in Australia because I feel like a lot of the people that I follow yeah. and I feel like y'all are like connected and I'm like I think I would be accepted there I think I could get into things there. Oh, Sandy everyone would bloody love you here. Sandy we need you. If you said you. shoot dog in the supermarket people would love you. What? What did you say oh. if you shot a dog? No do you remember shoot earlier dog. she said shoot dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you looked at a lot of Aboriginal art? Not a lot. Does it look like I think you'd really, you'd love it. Yeah. Really? Google Sally Gabori. Yeah. Oh. I think she started painting when she was 80. It's almost like she paints the rhythm, like the the pattern, the rhythm, not not what she sees. Do you know what I mean? It's and it's their it's their storytelling. It's it's yeah, we're very, very lucky here. We have some phenomenal indigenous artists that we can all learn from but it I is love great artists like that here we call them um we'll call it more like folk artist you all familiar with that term yeah you know people that don't have any training at all usually have started earlier i mean later in life and it has more of a naive kind of childlike feel about it i love work like that yeah um and sometimes i feel like they get a bad rap because it's you know, it looks childlike. I feel like some of my stuff, I mean, I'll have people say, oh, a child can do that. I'm like, well, maybe, but maybe not. Um, I think sometimes simple childlike art, when you try to then reproduce it, you realize, oh, they've yeah. got some, you know, that because they've been, you know, you can just put the work in, paint, and you learn That's, those things. I wanted to ask you about that because I love your videos where you're, you're copying paintings because I think people think that's you shouldn't do that and it's cheating but you learn so much from copying work like in in all art you know colleges pretty much you're gonna copy some work at some point I remember going to like big galleries in Europe and there's people there with easels in the gallery copying work yeah. all from the local art schools and it I loved your video where you're like, oh, I didn't realize she did it like this. Oh, when you paint it yourself, look how much depth there is in that red. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't do that as much as what I'd like. I'd like to do that more. I just don't think about it sometimes, but I do think um, that's, you know, it's just a great thing to use your sketchbook for even when it's like, yeah, you want to paint one day, but it's like, cause don't we all deal with that where it's like, I want to paint, but what to paint? Well, pull Definitely. out a I think and, it's really, yeah really important Sandy and I, I've often taken my students to galleries and I reckon that we don't look for long enough you know we're all too distracted so if you actually sit your students in front of paintings and say okay and we did um, I did this um, earlier in the year with Laura Jones's exhibition at um, a local gallery isn't her I knew you'd love her work um, I sat them in front of it and I said right now draw it work out how Laura painted that picture you know, and it does, it makes you really think. Yeah, I think it's we good. don't do it. I know I don't do it enough. I need to, I, I need to do that more because um, it is just, it's fun. It gives you a subject matter yeah. and then also it's just training. So I do think it's a good, um, good technique, but you cannot, I've said this in my video, like you can't 
sell that. You, you know, and I, almost, I mean, I always write. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. So-and-so's, because I'll have people say, I've had, I don't, I don't know if y'all have had this, but I'll have people say, oh yeah, I um, painted your blah, blah, blah painting and sold it. And I'm like, <laughs> that's so oh. funny that they I love the way that they like they're proud to tell you I, know, I really literally the lady that gave me my allergy shots one day was like oh yeah check out your website and I copied some paintings and sold them they did really great and I was like oh. <laughs> if you weren't standing there with a needle I'd punch <laughs> you <laughs> like well you can't really do that and she was like you can't I was like no that's not <laughs> Not what I meant. Uh, <laughs> I was like, that's really well, an honor that you would want to, but you can't, you can't sell that. Thank you. Oh, well, oh. Sandy, thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Oh, y'all have been so going? kind and so encouraging. I mean, yeah, y'all are so encouraging. I thought I was going to feel kind of intimidated, but y'all are just so intimidated by us. We're a bunch of clowns, honestly. Well, <laughs> I am too. Nashville one day and um, check out your work. I'm going to Tennessee. <laughs> What's you the same place? I want to go paint. Y'all would be so fun to go like paint together and stuff. Yeah. I know. I know. That would be so and fun. Oh, well, we love you, Sandy. We wish we could we'll have to give you a virtual hug. I'm quite serious about the collaboration. I, um, yeah. I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I, I'm just going to send you something. I'm going to start a drawing of a still life, not a still life. I'm going to start a drawing of my home and okay. you start a drawing of your home on okay. a, let's say, A3 piece of paper. <laughs> A3 Wait, piece I do need paper. parameters. I need to know what the expectations Wait, are. you got to post that, Fiona, maybe A4, mate. Oh, do you not? I think it's a bit small, though, A4. You can you post it. it have to be post the same it. size? You post it in a tube. Oh, uh, yeah. Post it in a okay. tube. Here we go. Here's a tube. I don't know what a tube looks like, you tech. Here's a tube. I oh, thank that you. I could hit her with it. Here's oh. a tube. And you can use any um, materials you want. Okay. Yeah. But we need it. Do they need it to be the same size? Do we need to yeah, have I a three piece of paper? So I'm going to start a drawing of the inside of my house. Okay. In color. Okay. And then I'm going to mail it to you. And okay. then you can you can keep drawing on top of it, and you can wipe bits of mine out. You okay. Can, you know, draw over the top, destroy, do what you okay. like. And oh, I feel nervous. What do you want from me? <laughs> and then you do the same. You draw something in your home, and okay. then you mail it to me. But or I can paint. You can do whatever you want on it. Okay. Up to you. Can I film some of this for the YouTube? Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay, Julie, I know how that you how you can be part of this. Yes. Okay. You want me to pee on it? <laughs> 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 we are being professional, Julie. Oh, sad. Going to be a collab going. All right. Okay. Let's see. After, so. Fiona, you're going to do your thing, send yeah. it to me, and yeah. then I'll send it to Julie. Julie, you'll be the destroyer. Yes, you please. Yes. So, dunk it in water, whatever, just one. Yeah, you only get one destroy. And then send it back to Fiona. 
That's a great idea, Sandy. Great idea. That's a great idea. Because Julie, Julie's really good at that, like knocking it back and destroy. Yeah. I really, I've always wanted to destroy Fiona's work, Sandy. So you've really given me an option. Thank you. <laughs> and I've always wanted her. I've always wanted her to collaborate with me, Sandy. And because you asked, she can't say no. If I asked, she'd say fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Why, she's um, so excited. She got a little bit of a tone when I was like, Julie, you're at She was like, hmm. I know. I could see she's got the hump on. She's like, mm. I haven't. I haven't. I'm in. I'm in. I know you, you can are. Push it in the toilet. Just some kind of destroying. Should we do two cycles? Yeah. Well, yes. This could take two years with the bloody <laughs> mail system in lockdown. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> We might maybe have we to scan it. Maybe it's could... going to cost us a fortune. We could you scan it. Yes. Scan it. David Hockney. Do you Much remember better. when the Fraxes paintings? Julie, I love that idea. Let's. And did you notice James McGraw has that? Fax? Yes. I cannot it's believe that. he has that. I am so I breaking into James McGraw's. So one house. of the artists we interviewed just put up on YouTube one of the paintings he's got, and it's a fax painting of 24 faxes that David Hockney did in the gallery in London and faxed it to an art dealer in Sydney. He has a and David so Hockney! Got, so he's copied the faxes and put them up as the picture, but he's got the original faxes. But I reckon we should do a Hockney-esque collaboration. Okay, I love that idea, Julie. Let's scan it and send it rather than mail because Australian mail at the moment is so slow. Yeah, and it's costly. Hey, but how does that work? I don't know that our scanner works. Can I take a picture? Take a photo. Yes, take yes, a photo. Yes. And then how will that work? Then okay, you print so it. Okay, so I'll draw my picture. Take a photograph or scan it, well, and not, then mm, taking a photo of it's not quite the same, is it? I reckon. But you can, you know what you can do on your iPhone? You can take a photo and it scans. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then. Because okay. we want the scanners to sort of break it down a bit, don't we? We want it to change through the medium of digital. Yes. And th so then what kind of printer have you got, Sandy? I don't know. It's kind of ancient, but. That's okay. But does it. That print... might be quite fun, though. Yeah. Do you or want do you... if it could that weird? Yeah. It or does have you... a scanner on it. I just don't know that we know how to use it. Remember that whole we don't you, know how you to can use just it. scan on your <laughs> iPhone. Um, there's a there's do you have an iPhone? Yep. And I used to have an app that scanned. Yes, exactly. But you can just do I've it got... in notes. It just if you go into notes and you mm. my, my son showed me this. Okay. Um, you can you can scan. Okay. Right. Perfect. Well, we'll we'll message each other about that. Yes. I better go and see if the homeschooling has destroyed everyone. And um, <laughs> thank you so much, Sandy. It was an absolute pleasure. You're such a gorgeous person. And now this was so fun. I would love to keep in touch with you guys. Like yes. let's Zoom again. Yes. We're friends for life now. Yeah. Good. We're coming to Nashville, baby. We are. Yes. Yes. Good. Please don't forget to rate and review and share this podcast. It helps my mum and her friend Fiona get more listeners. Thank you.